Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. Uh, this series is about unmuting our voices, and uh, my guests and I have both found ways to unmute our voice and live our lives more fully as to who we are as joy embodied. And um, so let me introduce you right now. My guest is April Goff-Brown. I am so proud and happy to share her with you. Thank you, April. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. I am just beyond excited to be here. Um, uh, and to know that we are talking about our project. Yes. Um, April and I are co-creating, co-authoring a book on sacred crystals. So I um, want to share some stories about our book, some share some information that, that we want you to know so that you're ready to receive the blessings of sacred crystals into your life and integrate them more fully. If you happen to have been somebody who's always wanted to know about crystals, but you don't really know where to go or there's a lot of knowledge out there, but there's not integrative information. This book will help. And we are uh, going to be launching it in mid-May. So we're very close to um, our launch time and so excited. So I wanted to just touch on um, where April and I met. We met through Ladies Power Lunch. And Dr. Divya Shepherd is our uh, collaboration queen. And she's the chief happiness officer of Ladies Power Lunch. It's a free Facebook group. And um, Divya had asked me to join. So I did. And then that's where I met April. And we had a visit, a chat, and it was just so much fun to be able to visit with her and, and you know, um, find out what she's about. And um, do you want to tell anything about how we met? You know, and it so I just remember there were only a couple of us on this one call with Divya and, um, you know, that, yes, we should connect, we should connect. And I was thrilled when we finally were able to schedule um, our first Zoom call. And and I felt so honored um, to have you be willing to, to listen to some things that I was thinking about and share your, your input and your advice. And then... Um, was really impressed the day after I got this long email from you with all of these things that you were thinking about and ideas that I could do to help grow my business because I was just in this this place of trying to figure it out a little bit better and one of the things that you wrote in there were two things in particular one is I should have a course and the second was write a book and here we are writing a book now, how amazing is that a year later? Yes, 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 yes. Isn't that amazing? And some of those things, when those things come to me, it's just like, well, I got to just write them down and see if she's, you know, at least present them. And if, you know, you're ready to receive them, you will. And um, so, yes, I am. I forgot all about that when you reminded me that, uh, yeah, we had had that conversation with that. I did send you a long email that day, didn't I? 
Yeah, but it was it was so welcomed. I you know I don't print out many of my emails, but I printed that one out mm -hmm. and went through things and said, okay, I can do this now. This seems to resonate, but um, you know, there's always been the idea of more books um, in my mind, and then the same thing with doing a course. Um, and it was just it was wonderful to have somebody else say, I see these things for you. Yeah. Um, so I, I really appreciated that. So thank you. Absolutely. And was the course, I took April's um, Sacred Stone Stories sure. course. And um, when was that? When did we take that? That was last fall. Okay. I think it was in the fall because I wanted to finish it before Thanksgiving. So it was October, oh, early November, right? Yes, I do remember that. And after we finished that course, I mean, I've loved crystals, of course, since childhood. Um, I collect them. I've always had a rock collection and then started, you know, collecting jewelry and stones and crystals and and um, have always done that. That's always been a love of mine. But I took that course and it was like spirit just kept niggling me. Talk to her about a book. Talk to her about a book. And that's how Sacred Crystals um, I offered that to her and suggested that we do that. And she readily said, yes, that resonates with me. So I'm so glad um, that this is coming about. And um, so I just wanted to ask you, we all have love stories about stories about things that we love. And so what is your love story about crystals, about using crystals, about uh, about, you know, how you feel with them and, and how you're actually even using them to help unmute your voice and live more fully into the joy embodiment of who you are. Well, you know, I, I have been drawn to color mm. all of my life. And I remember when we, my husband and I bought our house and I said to him, I am not living in white walls. Yes. Okay. I want color now, not crazy, crazy color, but color. And um, what's interesting is that in much of our house right now is got my favorite color in it, which is aqua to teal. Mm. Um, so it's it's the color that that drew me first and foremost. And then as I started to read more about it and, and learn that there were energies to it and mm. vibrations to them and messages that come through it. And the more I read, the more fascinated I became with it. Um, so the color is what drew me. And um, for a while, um, every time we went on vacation, I came back with a new gemstone ring because that's how I was going to keep my, you know, and I, and I wasn't looking for what everybody else had. I wanted something different. So mm -hmm. I learned about tourmalines and I learned about, um, you know, all these other stones, fire opals and, and uh, 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 boy, I can't remember the green one right now this green, green one and Tanzanite and all of that. Um, and so it was, that's how it all came about. Um, and when I learned about the, the, the light blue crystals, which are for our throats and communication and all of that, um, you know, I was pretty good speaking on the job, um, but it didn't translate real well at home with my husband. Yeah. 
you know, and, and I know we all have that, that, you know, we can do pretty well, but it's sometimes just getting our point across or um, those communication dynamics. And so I started wearing an aquamarine bracelet every day and I never took it off for over two years. Because when I looked at it, it reminded me, okay, April, you need to think before you speak and you need to be able to find a way to get what you want to say heard. Because we all know it's sometimes not what we say, but how we say. And finally, it, it took a while. It took, a, because there's a lot of work that had to be done um, as well. But finally was able to say to him something that I needed to. And it was because he, he likes to solve everybody's problems, including mine. And I didn't want him to solve anything. I wanted to just listen. But I had never told him that. You know, I had never told him that. So when I finally did, now when we're going to talk and it's something, he'll say to me, uh, can I react or am I supposed to just listen? And I, re it's like, okay, so now he knows. But it took 40 years, okay, to do this. But I really attribute it to the fact that I concentrated and I meditated and I really worked at the intention of communication using Aquamarine. So... You know, I I became sold. That was it. I became sold. Yes, yes. And you, you have, you know, you've had crystals in your life for a lot longer than I have. I'm, I'm really more of a newbie kind of. It was adult only. It wasn't really from childhood. But you said you you've had rocks in a collection since you were a kid. Oh, absolutely. I have. Even, yeah, even as a kid, if we went on vacation and I had some spending money or something, it always ended up in like a ring or a bracelet or something that had, oh, you know, I love turquoise. Turquoise is my thing. And I still have a ring that my aunt and uncle bought me when I went on vacation with them. They didn't have children, so they invited us kids to go um on vacation with them as we got to a certain age, all the nieces and nephews. And I still have that little turquoise ring that my aunt and uncle bought me. And um, these stones have always meant so much to me. I didn't know at the time why. And uh, there's a story in the book, which Abel and I both tell stories. And um, I want to tell, uh, just show you this ring. It's a um, smoky quartz. It's it's a, oh, here it is. It's gorgeous. I bought this as um, oh, 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there, uh, you know, getting out of high school. And you'll have to read the book about why this ring has meant so much to me over these years. So even as a young person, um, you know, and there's other stories that we tell. Here's a here's a giant. Ooh. It's an amethyst cluster, but it has a space for a tea light in it. And there's a story about this in the book. And so um, I know, April, you've got you've got things that you share about crystals. What were some of the um, crystals that you shared about? Um, one was black tourmaline. Ooh. And so this is what it often looks like when you see it for sale. I do want to show, though, I found this great cluster. Ooh, Look at beautiful. this. 
it's mm. it's just it's gorgeous um also black tourmaline but i do share a story with black tourmaline and its protective energies along with selenite oops selenite there and this is my selenite um uh pendulum that i use a lot but a friend of mine with her uh, story with um tourmaline and uh, selenite um that it was really amazing when she and I were talking and boom, it just came to me. You need this, you know, and, and she, she found a very creative way to use them. So that's, in the, that's a book in the stories, uh, a, a book in the story, a story in the book. How's that? Yeah. Um, as well as um, another, and, and it was actually a young man who's, who's our adopted son who wanted a bracelet for mm -hmm. me to him. And so it was okay. And we came up to the studio and I put the beads all out and he chose his five. And um, it was very interesting. I didn't tell him anything about them. And when I saw what he chose, I was awed in awe about how he intuitively connected to stones that he needed. Um, and so I talk a little bit about that. So it was and good to know that the crystals are not just for us women. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. And the other thing that we want to make sure that you understand, there's not a right or wrong way ever to use your crystals or to be fearful that, oh, I've gotten the wrong crystal for this or that. It's very intuitive. Your body, your spirit knows uh, because... I have, and I let that, just the feeling of, do I want to hold this stone or do I want to hold that stone during meditation or, you know, to sit on my desk or wherever I am on my altar or, so allow your intuition to just, just trust it, that it's going to know what message, how to guide you and know that that's the crystal you need at this moment. A couple hours down the road, it may be a different one. Right. And you'll be drawn to that one. And that's perfect. That's what exactly what we want. Um, you know, my my granddaughter, who is nine, um, now has a crystal collection. Um, she loves all the color. And and it's been and when so you talk about no right or way to wrong to right or wrong way to choose. Um, I've taken her out crystal shopping and told her she could choose five from this table and it's just very interesting to watch how she just gravitates to certain ones and then it might be that she and well she's drawn to purple so she went to amethyst but also it's not just being drawn to the the stone but the shape so you have that gorgeous amethyst um uh tea light holder and my favorite piece is this one right here Ew. so it's a lighter color i had a beautiful amethyst geode. Um, I think it walked out of my house with her once because I can't find it since. Um, but if it did, it belongs to her because she needs it. Um, that, you know, it's what, what I loved. And in, in one of the things that you would say in the book is that when we are with the color that we love, what it does for our brain and how it creates that happiness. And so I was initially drawn to anything that's aqua teal green 
And I'm finding myself being drawn now to some of the um, warmer colors like uh, the yellows of citrine or um, even the, the, the rosy pinks that I've never been a pink girl, but some of those rosy pinks and, and um, even some of the oranges that these have never been my colors, but I'm being drawn to them. So it's as if I've done my work you know, in the upper chakra zones, you know, with the intuition and, and speaking and heart and now looking at those areas of confidence and power and security and all of that. Um, and so to me, that's also been fascinating. So you're right. There is no right or wrong way. Choose what speaks to you. Absolutely. Trust that because, uh, you know, you're going to notice that when you start looking for your own crystals, right, that you are going to be drawn to some and other ones you can just leave on the table or leave in the, the drawers that they're there. And that's fine because another day that you come back, something else will strike your fancy. Right. And uh, you'll just feel it. It's, it is a visceral feeling in your body because you just feel a lightheartedness or you feel kind of that joy bubbling up in you when you, when you pay attention to your intuition. And yes, I totally agree. I made this um, Amala and this was, she's talking about the warmer colors. This is a carnelian Mala and it has the citrine mm. and the carnelian point. So, you know, that's a good energy. Um, another story that I talk about because when we're, teaching these lessons, they're all on different subjects. Like one is uh, one chapter is about all the chakras and one, uh, one chapter is about love and relationships or, you know, um, dealing with, you know, quelling negative energy or negative thoughts and supporting us, our mental health, our um, clarity. clarity. We have uh, creativity and inspiration. Yes. Uh, grounding and protection. Oh. And then we have a chapter on some overall well-being as well, which um, was really fascinating. And, you know, as we we thought about the chapter headings and and pulling out crystals, um, we also I also was I didn't want us to get overwhelmed the reader with 150 different crystals. Um, because oftentimes when I've gone and I look through the books and I look through the online resources, there's just so much that it was, let's look at those that we favor, the ones that we've been drawn to, the ones that we love, the ones we know other people have told us stories about, mm -hmm. and also stuff that could easily be found. Yes. Um, relatively inexpensively as well, because some crystals, as you know, can cost an arm and a leg. Um, but we really want people to be able to be drawn to them and to be able to have the collection that they need, knowing you don't need a huge piece like my rose quartz. I have the tea light holder, candle holder and rose quartz. But I also have this smaller piece that is on my desk. Um, for different purposes that every so often, I, it's hard to hold that candle holder when I'm trying to do certain things, but I can hold this one in the palm of my hands or between my hands um, when I'm really trying to get in touch with compassion or remembering that I need to love myself. 
better than I have. Yes. Um, and when I start to do my own negative self-talk, the rose quartz is on my desk for me to remember, no, April, that's not the way it goes. And so it's to do a little bit of self-love um, with that particular crystal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. My little chunk of rose quartz that I love. I just love that. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Um, and, and, you know, we, we talk about the different shapes of crystals, you know, that um, which one is better and, and none of them are better. They just are different. Um, and so one of my favorite pieces that I have on my desk is this clear quartz cluster that is just filled with points. And I love that it sits just like this. So it's on top of a selenite plate um, always to make sure that it's directing all of that wonderful healing energy um, all day long as I sit here and I work whether I'm on the computer or whether I'm doing a, a card reading or whether I'm um, doing other projects, uh, it is always there to, to keep me in that realm of, um, of joy. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and for me, uh, for me, you know, I, I, this is my amethyst wrap and this is an amber ring, which, for me, this always speaks to my personal power and my solar plexus because it's that color, that beautiful right. sun kind of a color. And it's not a crystal. It's a resin. It's a, um, um, that's petrified. Right, right. Um, so they're, they're different. But again, trust your intuition. When I choose whatever jewelry I'm putting on, this is a bracelet that April made. Um, and then I wear it very often. Um, and a lot of times don't take it off for weeks at a time. So, um, when it's like, I have my, I wear three yes. or at a given time. Um, and because I was talking about the lower crystals, I decided it was time to put on, um, a bracelet that had the citrine and the carnelian and sunstone and jaspers and all of that to, to help me pay attention to those lower chakras and to, to lean into my personal power and to let my passion drive my energy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And they don't come off. I I've had these mm -hmm. on now for, for months. And then every once in a while, it's like, okay, I'm done with that one. It's time for a new one to come on because another intention has been, has been raised. Um, I had did, I've got one brace that I've had on since June, no, December, December, because I did a, a winter solstice reading and then the crystals came up with that. So I decided I needed to wear them all the time to remind me of what I should be focusing on um, over these next six months and come the month of June and the summer solstice, we'll be doing that all over again. Awesome. That's, you know, it's just yeah. cool. Even with this, you know, like you were talking about the lower crystals, and um, we talk about these these colors and what they mean for each chakra and that kind of thing. So sometimes even if I'm sitting out working or whatever, I can lay this in my lap to help activate ground or balance right. those lower chakras that right. I need to, to, to work on. Because as women, we carry lots and lots of stress in our hips, 
mm-hmm. and, and our sacral and our root and we don't feel grounded or we don't feel creative. We don't feel passionate, you know, so tapping into those feminine energies of the lower chakras is a big help. Um, so why did, why did you say yes to doing this project with me for sacred crystals? It was you. It was you. I, you know, the, the, one of the things that I'd, I'd learned about myself in the last year as I've been on my own journey is in the human design, I'm a projector. Mm-hmm. And part of my makeup is to wait for the invitation, but then also to be able to um, not make the snap decision, but be able to feel my way through that decision to select the right invitations. And so when you first mentioned it, I said, oh, this is interesting. I really think that would be kind of cool. And we sat on it for a little while. And the more I thought Mm -hmm. about it, it just was the right thing to do. And, you know, we've not really worked together. So here we are trusting um, that we're going to be able to work well together. Um, And, you know, it's, well, is April going to do her part? Um, Am I going to have to nag her? I mean, I can think of all these questions that you may have had to ask as well. But I know that once I commit to something, I'm in. I'm Mm -hmm. in all the way. And um, as soon as you said, this is what we're going to do, and you had a real uh, rough outline, I got in there and said, yep, this is what I'm, so it's all you. It was the Mm -hmm. fact that this invitation was a right one. Um, And with it, I have learned so much more just writing this book with you. Yes. You know, from my research and from what you had to say and the integrative exercises that we've we've put in these chapters um, has just been... It's it's awesome. I mean, it's I I I can't remember being this excited about anything in quite a while. It is that amazing. Mm-hmm. I know. I am so excited about this book because again, our intention. We talked about this at the very beginning. What is our intention for this book? And our intention. We were in agreement that it's not just more knowledge. Right. You can pick up. There are a gazillion books on crystals bright shiny pretty pages of of crystals and shapes and sizes and and all these different uses but yet they didn't offer like integrative how how do we integrate them into our life what practices how do we choose them how do we care for them how do we cleanse them how do we um how do we program them for us All of these things we address in our book because we knew that it wasn't just about more information. We don't need more knowledge. We need more wisdom. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that it's, it's what I loved about your first book and was so happy about being part of the second one is that it is a guide. And, you know, this is part of your We Are Joy series. And so many times I was writing, it was, yes, if we um, can calm the the stressors in our mind and the anxieties, we can move into our joy. If we can feel secure, we can move into our joy. If we can feel our personal power and have that confidence, we're Mm -hmm. going to move into our joy. And that is I think the the biggest thing that's different about this book than anything else, because 
we want the reader to be able to use these as tools to move into their joy. Yes. And also encourage that development with your intuition. Yes. Your inner being is constantly giving you messages and leading you and guiding you to your path. And we want you to learn to trust your intuition and using crystals is a great way to help you learn to trust and go, oh, yes, I picked this crystal and I really feel it. I, I feel this and I see this change. So what are some of the changes you've seen in your life, improvements or or things that have maybe expanded or things you've even released? I've, I will come to, to use them for different things. One of the, one of the things that, that was a challenge is we talk about how important it is to live our values and our beliefs and we can talk about them a lot. And I see lots of Facebook posts about our beliefs and our values, but it's taking that next step to act on them. And so when I have my Amazonite here, which is to re reminds me to live my truth and my beliefs, but also to act on it, that it isn't enough to just say it, but what else am I going to do? Um, and that has been a real help. Um, the, the idea of rose quartz has been a big help for me because nobody can beat me up the way I could. Okay. Um, and how many of us as women, we look, go in the mirror, we look and say, oh, and then we do the whole long litany of all this stuff that's wrong with us. Yeah. Um, and rose quartz reminds me that, no, I need that unconditional love, um, for myself that it is important. So that's how, that's how the crystals have, um, been helpful to me that, um, they remind me of what I need to, to pay attention to more, to be my best self, to live my best life, um, to be my highest self. And, and I use them often, um, as I get ready to, to, uh, pull a card. I'll meditate with a crystal before I read do a card reading for myself or for somebody else. Um, you know, to to have the compassion for the the person. Um, to you know, I'll use my uh, crystal quartz to ask for um, divine guidance. Okay, mm -hmm. and it allows me. What I find with the crystals, it's allowed me to sit still. Because we can't pay attention to our intuition if we're not willing to sit still, breathe, and be calm through it, and let our body speak. Yes. Yeah, we have to zip the mouth and quiet the mind. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. allow the, the, the rest of us, the intuition and the body to speak to us. Because when we do that, we're going to know we're on the right path. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, tell, tell, tell everybody about your crystal quiz, because I want everybody to do this even now while we're waiting for the book to come out, because we keep telling you to do it in the book. But tell us about your crystal quiz. So I am a fan of quizzes. I, I'll take almost every quiz that's out there. Um, and 
happened upon a software that was able to make quizzes um, and decided this would be a really cool thing to be able to do looking at, and there's 10 possible outcomes that can come with this. So if you go to my website, which is aprilbjewelry.com, at the top of the website, the banner, it says the April B. Jewelry Crystal Quiz. Just click there and it's 10, I think 10 easy questions. Um, when I look at numbers, 10 is a perfect number. So we've got 10 easy questions and 10 possible choices. Um, and at the end of the quiz, you'll be able to see which crystal according to your responses, is is one for you right now. It might be the perfect one for you right now. Um, when I took it myself, I came up with Moonstone, which is a crystal of intuition. Um, and I believe you came up with Lapis. I did one time. We got, I've taken it a couple of times, folks. <laughs> and I'll probably take it multiple times hereafter. But because every time you're in a different energy. Yes. You're going to answer those questions the way your body and your spirit knows what it needs. And you're going to end up probably with a different stone. Sometimes, yeah, you're going to end up with the same stone. But that's the beauty of this quiz is that every time you go in with a new energy, you're in a new place, you may end up with another new stone. So I love that you offered yeah. this. A friend of mine took it and... Um she came up with Labradorite, which she heard never heard anything about. But as I was sharing it and she read the quiz, she goes, well, it's perfect for me because it's also my Zodiac birthstone. So that's the other thing that we talk about in the book is the Zodiac birthstones that mm -hmm. uh, it's not just that some people don't like their birthstone. Well, we mm -hmm. give you some other options based on your Zodiac sign that you may be drawn to. Um, and so the quiz tells you about that as well. So thank you for talking about that. But it's at my website, aprilbjewelry.com. And um, go ahead and take it and let me know what you come out. It's, it's fascinating yes. to me that pretty much I'm getting... It was so perfect. It's so spot on. I love that this one, this one was my favorite. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been great. And it's a lot, it can be a useful tool again. It's a tool folks. Yes. It's not life or death, whether you take it, this is lighthearted. This is to bring us joy. This is to bring us more into the wholeness of who we are as joy embodied, love embodied. So again, this is a tool. And another tool that she uses is Oracle cards and tarot card reading. Right. So you want to avail yourself of this because she blends these two tools together. So be sure that you contact April um, uh, because she does these card readings. Yeah. One of the things I, I believe that I do different, well, a couple of things differently. I will do the reading, but I will follow up with a summary. And in that summary are suggested crystals. Based on the messages and the guidance that came out of the reading is that crystals will come to me and these are the suggestions that I may make. So it's another way of figuring out um, what crystal might be most beneficial for you at this particular time in your life. Beautiful. I love that. I love that you, I, I just love when these energy, you know, techniques and methods and can can be integrated into our lives yeah. because again, we don't need more knowledge. We need to integrate these practices and techniques and, and habits and ways of being right. 
um, so that we're growing and expanding. I mean, that's what we're here for, to experience as much joy as possible. And if you're not expanding, you're not experiencing joy. Right, right, absolutely. And to to be, when you feel it, um, there is, there's really nothing like it to, to yeah. be able to feel that, that real inner joy, because I think with that joy comes that sense of peace of mm -hmm. who you are and that you are truly a wonderful, um, creature, you know, mm -hmm. wonderful human being, a wonderful, um, part of the universe and you're here for a purpose. And so, um, I love having the crystals in my life to be able to, to remind me of all of that. Yeah. And I like how you always mention them as touchstones, right? Because they're there. We're forgetful people. I certainly am. I will acknowledge that. And if I'm working on something and I don't write it down or put a sticky note or something to remind myself, because we learn by repetition. And if right. we have a stone before us on our desk, in the kitchen, wherever we're working, that is uh, that reminder of what that stone is offering. Mother Nature has created these. They vibrate at different frequencies. Every one of them vibrates at a different frequency. And many of them match the organs in our body. Right. So another little thing that you're going to learn within the book. So, you know, let's let's allow ourselves to find those stones that resonate with us, with our soul. We feel it. Or we just, it's like we talked about the colors. You know, when we're looking at a color, colors have vibrations. Everything is energy. Einstein told us that. So we need to be mindful of what energy are we putting before us? What are we looking at? What are we observing? What do we have in our presence that is, uh, a vibrational frequency is it a wonderful high frequency that is in the realms of love and joy and appreciation and freedom and clarity or is it things that we're mucking around down in the lower frequencies where right. we really don't want to be because it feels so bad right right and um there's there i think for me having them and letting them be those touchstones. I think that is probably the most important part, as you said, is, is a, a ongoing reminder. Yes. Um, you know, if, if that, that has been, I think the best thing for me, because it's, it's caused me to, to do more reflection, not thinking. I always want to go to word think, but much more reflection, much more, um, being much more mindful and between the crystals and yoga and cards and meditation to be able to integrate these practices, which we talk about in the book, um, really leads to a life that feels, just feels right. Yes. Deep down. Yes. Yes. And you know why it feels right? It's because our inner being is calling us to that. And once we are aligned with how our inner being is thinking and feeling and what our inner being knows about us. Right. And, you know, that's when we're in the wholeness of who we are. Right. And that's when we're just full of love and joy. Um, right. And that's why it feels so good because we're in alignment. 
we have blended the wholeness of who we are. Right. And, and, you know, it takes work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you, the, the other thing is, well, it's a touchstone. It's certainly not magic. It's oh, a no. touchstone tool to help us do the work that we need to do, to have the courage, to have the vulnerability, to do the work that we need to do to become our best selves. Yes. You know, right. and um, that's what I love about them. Yes. Is that they remind me that it's, it, you know, the, of the work, reminds me of the work I've done as well as the work still left to do. True. And it's like you said, you know, initially you were really drawn to those blues and greens and those rich, you know, green type colors, blue greens and things. And now you're, it's like, okay, that's kind of starting to clear and balance. Um, and now it's time to kind of work on those lower chakras that need a little balance or a little life force uh, flowing through them. So I, I love this. I love this conversation. We're really out of time. And I want to just tell everybody, thank you for joining us. Thank you that you've allowed us to come into your space. And um, you can find out more about uh, Sacred Crystals in the We Are Joy book series at wearejoybooks.com. And I want to thank you. And we're going to continue to share some posts about uh, from quotes from the book. Right. And we're going to go live another couple of times before our launch in mid-May. So um, be sure to keep an eye on us. And, and if you have questions, be sure to let us know because we want to help you on your path to building that, developing that relationship with your intuition, with your inner being, because it's the most important relationship you will ever have. Because our relationship with our inner being is the basis for every other relationship we have. And again, these are more lessons that are going to be in the book. And we're so excited to share them. Do you have any closing words of wisdom for us, April? I know you are going to love, love, love this book as much as I have loved, loved, loved writing this with you. Um, I think it's going to be... It's going to be a special tool that you'll have. Um, and to, just to, you know, I beyond that, I'm just, I'm so excited about it. And and I, I want so much for you as the, the viewer, the listener, to be able to find a way to, to have these become part of your life um, and, and to be on a journey to your best self that... Uh, brings you nothing, nothing but joy. And um, being with Marianne is certainly inspirational. Every time I, I talk with her or me, I have just, I come away energized and feeling even better. Um, so if that's how I felt going to put this book together with you, I can just imagine what the reader's gonna feel like as they read the book um, that came from you as well. Absolutely. All I can say is a big double, ditto that I agree completely with April uh, because even if I was, you know, kind of in a little down swoop or something, I would pick up working on the book and it would just get me all fired back up again. And I would get so excited because that energy is there. And that's what our intention is to put that energy of joy and love into the world. 
um, and it's going to ripple around the globe. So I'm very Thanks, excited guys. about this book. So thank you, everyone. Remember, you are joy looking for a way to express. So let us help you find how to express your voice, unmute your voice and express the joy of who you are more fully, more authentically, um, because your voice needs to be heard. It we love you all. Well. We'll see you next time.